Welcome to Craft Beer Ballers, a show about craft beer and craft beer makers throughout the world and in the Tampa Bay area, with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. All right, the mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for the Craft Beer Ballers. What's going on, Kevin? Not a whole lot, man. What's up? You know the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. It was crazy. People it was. Got, man, people got crazy, man. Yeah, they did. Oh, my God. I saw a video of a guy standing on top of a street sign at the corner of Kennedy and I believe it was Ashley. Like, standing. Like, on the top of a street sign. I, I don't even know how there was much space for this. I, it's, I don't know. Or why would somebody who's obviously had a few cocktails inside them think that, you know what? I need to be up there. Oh, that's probably the precise condition for which you would think that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, um, you know, maybe he's younger than me. I, I, I venture to say, and, and you know what? I don't know how old he is. He, maybe he, maybe he aged well, but he, I would venture to guess that he's probably a little younger than you. All right. Yeah. Would you have jumped on a on a street sign? I, I, I try to be very critical of myself in my in my own past, um, but I don't know if I would have ever thought, "Wow, I need to be up there." Yeah, like the Bucks won the Super Bowl. I need to be on a street sign. I need to do something incredibly dangerous right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking <laughs> if they lost the Super Bowl, would I be up there? Yeah, more right. than if they won. Yeah, right, right. Well, but I digress. Um, so this is about beer and someone mm-hmm. who, who who maybe I don't know. Maybe he would jump on a street sign. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't think it's a style. <laughs> he didn't seem like a street sign jumper. But like, <laughs> man, all right. So on Instagram, uh, uh, one one of uh, uh, one of my friends on Instagram, a uh, fan of the show, a friend of the show, and I, we've been talking for a while. I've been wanting to get him on the show. He makes good beer. Uh, he talks about good beer. He travels all the way to other places to, to try beers. Uh, my, my buddy Chris, he's Bruiser with Kaysen on, on Instagram, at Bruiser Kaysen, right? You got it. All right, so Chris, how are you doing today? Good, guys. Appreciate me. Uh, you know, appreciate if you get the mic a little closer to you. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, just, just pull it in. Just, just, yeah, just pull right, it. Yeah, just, all you got to just pull it in. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, but sorry about that. Guy. No, you're good. I, uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, you know I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to talk today and share some beer with you guys. Finally, awesome, man. I, I'm definitely glad to have you. Uh, what, what type of beers do you where, talk, tell us about? Like the the does, actually first tell us like just how you got into beer. Let's let's talk about that first. Well, I think like everybody starts with a Mister Beer Kit. Yeah, way, yeah. <laughs> sort, you know, so right, right. Uh, did that probably about ten years back, and uh, obviously it did not turn out good. Uh, it rarely took a hiatus does. for about nine years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. But uh, a buddy of mine actually did do a Mr. Beer kit, and uh, one time we were in his pool, and he's like, "Here, try this IPA I made." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "That's actually pretty good. How'd you, you know, how did you make that? Did you really make this, or are you just fooling uh-huh. me right now?" And uh, somehow, some way, he worked the magic, and it actually worked. Uh, tasted pretty good. So ever since then, I had the bug. Yeah, all right. And I was looking for electric brew systems. I didn't want to go propane or anything like that. I kept seeing electric. And I was like, I can do that home. Let's see see how that works. And uh, that kind of just caught me. That was pretty much it. And ever since then, I've every time I have time, I just brew. Yeah, all right. As much right. as I can. All right. What type of styles do you like to brew? Um, right now, New England's are really good. I'm going to go to uh, some lagering since they have some yeast like Lutra that I can lager at like 70, 80 degrees. I was going to say, the cold fermentation is the biggest problem with that lagers. Is, that is. That and cleanliness. you got to have like nothing but pure sanitation absolutely so um that's going to be interesting to try some lagering 
uh, pseudo lagering per se. Florida style lagering. Florida yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we were up north, was like, oh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just put the fermenter outside, and it'll, yeah, just, it'll, basement, it'll, no problem. It'll stay beneath yeah. thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, um, get more in the stouts. Uh, have more appreciation in the stouts. Get more appreciation of the uh, barrel aged stuff. I at first I never really cared for it, and there's been a couple that's changed my mind. So yeah, I think yeah. just try, kind of finding my common ground with that. Sours, I like them, but would I brew them? Not sure yet. That's kind of. I'm still on the edge on that. Yeah, I feel like the the window of making a good sour is just extremely narrow. I, and, I would have, and and I so. and I have, I'm not even sure how to describe the sours that I like. <laughs> it's I like I'll, I'll have one and I'll think, you know what, that's that, that's that's pretty good. You know, I could maybe drink eight, twelve ounces of that, and then I'll have another one and I'm like, okay, I'm glad I got the flight because I wouldn't touch another ounce of this. Yeah. And then then one day you're in the pool and you grab a sour and you're like, wow, this is awesome. So I, I feel like there's no consistency with sours. I, I feel like every every uh, sour that I've enjoyed has been fruit based. So I mean, almost to a sour. Like everyone that I've looked, I think back because uh, we were just recently at Grindhouse Brew Lab, and they actually, uh, Quiet's kept actually brew quite a bit of sours, like a whole mm-hmm. like like it's, it's, like. Uh, Rob is he's probably meeting demand. I'm sure when people come in, they're yeah. asking for sours. Yeah, so. yeah. But it's good variety though. It's not like your mm-hmm. garden variety. Like, okay, this is just the one. This is the sour we do. This is the goza we do. Like they, he makes like uh, like six, mm-hmm. I think, of varying styles. And so he had a really couple of really good ones. But they were the best ones. I actually, I would say all of them were really good. But the best ones were fruit based. The, the, they were like he did a strawberry one that. that I think it's actually like next level. It was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, his, his um, and I think he also does some uh, uh, double sours as well, or, or whatnot. You know, where they're like almost six percent, seven percent at sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like those are more rich for me, and I, I tend to go towards those if someone has something a little higher up in ABV on a sour, like a double fruit sour or whatnot. Yeah. I'll try those over, uh, you know, just traditional type sours. But I do like his franchise wars. That's like yeah. every time I go, I try to get. At least one of those. Yeah. And uh, that's Tomatillo and Jalapeno base, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's not hot. Yeah, know, I think we tried. We tried spicy everything. beer is tricky, yeah. too. Like, you can really, yeah, you, you can, can mess, mess up spicy, spicy beer. Yeah. Very, I've, I've done that myself. Tr- oh. Trying to put too much either ancho or too much chili powder into, like, a porter. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it's, again, it's like the sour. You get that really narrow level where, like, if I can just, if I can taste the heat but not feel like the heat is drinking hot sauce. Sure. Then yeah, that exactly. a spiced beer can still be very good, uh, but it's very tricky. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, but no, no, that, that's that's awesome. Well, what do you you have a, a few things for us to try today? So, super excited about this. So. Yeah, a couple of things for you guys. I have uh, double New England to try. Uh, hops in it would be Mosaic, Citra, and El Dorado. All right. Heavily dry hopped. Um, see if we can get the sound on this. See if I can get this. Um, might be. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's like champagne. I did. Champagne. All right. Close to uh, close to about eight percent on that guy. Um, no lactose. And uh, I was looking for something that you still had some hop bitterness, but not too sweet on the note when you when you tasted it, where it didn't coat your mouth. So I wanted something a little dry. But still juicy, which is hard to do in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then also have, uh, you know, some some dry hop in there to kind of finish it off and really taste tropical. Ooh. Well, get some tropical notes right away. Definitely. Um, like I would, 
would never have thought this was even an IPA until you told me. Yeah, yeah. It's got it's it's like carbonation, so it's a little you know that's that's it. Is, it looks it has the the kind of the straw color of IPA, but a little on the lighter side color wise. The backbone is very sweet. Yeah, and, and yeah. It's, it's not hazy for it really at all. No, no, it's not hazy. It's definitely juicy. Um, yeah, and it's definitely it's definitely got, sweet on the back end. I can, I can tons of the New England flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely for sure that. But it's it's um it it comes in your mouth lighter. Yeah. But it's got a strong like sweet taste, almost kind of like almost like a highlight ish type of taste on the back end. But it's very, it's like, it's, uh, Such but it's lighter. It's light. Yeah. Like, I would, like you yeah. said, it's like an 8, 8.5, 8. Uh, 7.8 or so. 7. 8. Close, it is almost eight. 8. Yeah. So I wanted something really crushable, but Whew. a lot of New England's that I I would try that I really enjoyed, I found that after one or two, I'm pretty full. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah. don't really want Yeah, because they're very much juicy more. and very, um, it's just like almost like sediment in there. Right? <laughs> yeah. well, I, I love New England's, but yeah, yeah they're heavy. Uh, well, we talk about our our go to New England. That's uh, ghost, uh, yeah, ghost, ghost in a machine. Ghost in a machine, which 100%. is hundred percent. Yeah, and 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 that is a like that's a beer that's not holding back at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all, not at all. But and I agree with you though. I like it a lot, but by the time I'm finishing my second one, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And maybe a glass of water in between too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of going for like a Skyway hazy taste in a way okay but okay. drier yeah definitely drier um so that was i don't says i don't necessarily say it's not bitter to me it's actually very sweet and sweet for ip it's an interesting kind of sort of blend of of, of texture and flavor because it's like i said it's light like if you to look at this you wouldn't ne- you wouldn't necessarily think this is an ipa at all no if i was blindfolded and you told me drink this i would have thought you, I can taste a little bit of the gravity, but I would have thought this must be like like a fruited blonde or something. I would never yeah, I would never yeah. think that this is an IPA. And okay. and and I think even the note is. And granted, it's it's a, it's a New England. So New England's will kind of hide yeah. the hop note a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But this definitely the the one thing that I know makes it not a fruited blonde is the gravity. Sure. Like oh, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's it's definitely got some boozy flavor sure. to it. Yep. Uh, I, I would it, to me, it's a very hot. interesting beer. Yeah, it's a good combination of uh, the fact that it's got sort of that sort of sort of boozy flavor with the fact that that it's um, you know that with the lightness of it, like so it is it is a definitely a crushable element to this. I mean, you can definitely you can definitely fly through this. I mean, I'm, I'm through my sample. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah, on to the, I'm on to the second one. So. I have plenty, so no worries. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I agree with you. I was going for something a little different. Um, the main thing is a lot of people put the hops in the fermenter. Okay. Um, this is trying something a little different. I've tried this on a pale ale, and it worked out extremely well, so I wanted to try it with more of a you know New England-based IPA. But um, it's all dry hop through the keg, which a lot of breweries, you know, unless you're a small base, you really can't do that too much, and it won't last too long. So a lot of people won't do that in general. Um, you probably have a shelf life in the keg of maybe four weeks, five weeks if you're lucky, and then it'll start turning on you. Um, so it was just something a little different I wanted to try. Next time, I think I'm going to do a lot of the – I think I'm going to start pushing towards um, a big, big charge in the fermenter to see and then do something a little lighter in the keg just to kind of change yeah. it up. Same hop, same everything, just kind of change it up just to see what it would do. 
Okay. Um, there's a lot of dry hopping in this beer, believe it or oh, not. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. doubt it. Oh, yeah. It's got a dry. It, 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 I mean, it's sweet, but it is it does sort of have a dry finish. It does mm-hmm. kind of, it doesn't really linger on the tongue very, That's what very much. You well, know. But the note is where I find dry hopping that comes through the most. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the note is just masked because of the juiciness. Gotcha. Makes sense. Uh, and so I, I feel like if you were going, I don't want to say clear, but if you were going non-juicy, sure, then I think the dry hop would definitely come through a lot more. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. But but I love hop note. Like like I love just smelling the hops. You know, oh, yeah. I, I want to like swim in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so for me, like if I'm gonna have a pale ale, I just like you know what, dry hop the living shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you cannot over dry hop, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean this. Alone in the dry, probably nine ounces. Okay. Oh, wow. Keg. Yeah. Wow. I don't doubt yeah. it. So I don't doubt that. That's yeah, not even the whirlpool or anything. That's just in the keg. Right. So. Yeah. No. I. Um, like I said, no. I, I like it. I. I like that. It's. Um, that's. It's kind of a crushable element. I'm always. Always interested in beers that are strong but crushable. <laughs> like, I don't know what that says about me, but. Um, but you know, it, it's definitely it definitely has a crushable element. You could definitely taste the booziness, but it's not overpoweringly boozy. Like it's not it's like whoa. It's just like for you know. for the sweet note. I think it makes it a little bit because I, I think when I think of a sweeter beer, uh, um, I'm just thinking immediately unless it's a dark beer. Most sweeter beers are going to be light, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and this definitely has like a, a I don't want to say boozy, but it it has a gravity backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I think if you drink a lot of beer, you can tell when something is boozy and where something's not, or high gravity versus not. Oh yeah, not. yeah. There's yeah, that boozy. This boozy is a flavor. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has. It definitely, you could definitely taste when something's boozy, regardless of style. But but it's, it's in the backbone. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's that's what makes like your lighter, sweeter beers kind of be like uh, flavor forward. It's, it's like a splash of flavor, and then it's gone. Sure. Yeah, I guess like to a wine drinker, it would be like the Pinot Gris would be kind of like the same type of thing. Cool. Whereas here, the it, it, first you get like a dryness and then a splash, and then there's sweetness, and then it kind of just like lingers, and then you get that what I would consider to be like a boozy correct. taste. Yeah, yeah, and and that's all right, those. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. a it's a very complex beer, but but I'm actually kind of surprised that this, this is an IPA. Yeah. It, it just doesn't really uh, nothing about it characteristically makes me think this is ipa sure yeah i mean it's it's not super hoppy but it does i could taste hops but it's not like punch your face hot in the face right. hop it is kind of like it's, it reminds you a little bit of like there's a there's a imperial blonde beer out south there on the market it kind of reminds me a little bit of that yeah but this is more and more i mean that's like a, it, the one i'm thinking is mass produced so it's like gotcha. it, it's a difference when you taste things that someone crafted on their own versus right. a mass produced beer. Just, I mean, it obviously is a lot fresher than that is. So sure, like, sure, so, guess. you know, so, but, um, but yeah, no, no, all good. All good. Um, so, well, okay. So let's, let's try the next one. Okay. Hmm. There's a whole lot going on here. It's, yeah, it's complex. <laughs> That's a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot. You yeah. was just telling us the uh, grain profile. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay, so now what are we trying? What I are think we're, now? This is an imperial stout. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So we're going darker now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So before I pour this, okay. So does your do your beers have names? Oh, great question. Actually, uh, not yet. Okay. okay. All right. Yet. Can we name it on the air? Sure. All right. We'll, we'll throw some to the test. Uh, we'll, yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, we'll what was the what was the predominant? Uh, like, how did the sweetness come through on that New England? The sweetness would probably come from there. There is a uh, a non fermentable uh, sugar that's in it. Hmm. Um. That's probably giving you more of that mouthfeel. But as the sweetness goes, you're probably tasting a lot of um, El Dorado, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. Give you a little bit more so, so there's actually no there's no fruit element to this. There's no citrus there is, note to this at all. There is no fruit in this. No citra hops. There, there, no. there is uh, citra hops, El Dorado, and Mosaic. Okay, there is. A, okay. So there is citra hops in it. Um, some people would say that you might get like a blueberry flavor, some kind of berry flavor, but I don't, I typically no. can't I didn't get that. that. I, I didn't get that no, at all. No. But th- there is a sweetness to it, but, which is, you know, that's, that's, I was trying to figure out well, what's creating. I thought maybe there was definitely some kind of like fruit, fruit base or something I, that was actually coming into. It, it, and honestly, the sweetness, oats, rem- maybe. the sweetness honestly reminds me of the sweetness in High Life. So almost mm-hmm. like, I mean, kind of like currants, currants or however, currants, currants. Maybe yeah. or crants. I don't know how. Whatever you, however you, whatever you say, plums. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, so so basically, no fruit at all, but we've got sweetness, and it's almost like the sweetness was naturally formed. Correct. Yeah. So that it was kind of the play on how can I get someone to try an IPA? At, you know, I still wrote house um, that would like something a little sweeter. Will dry yeah, yeah. something they would want to keep going, but sweet and dry. Correct. So it didn't linger on your tongue. I, I'm almost thinking take the sweet no logo and make it say sweet and dry. Sweet and dry. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Because it's it's literally D R I. You could be three letters, just like low, True. sweet, sweet and, and low, sweet and dry, sweet yeah. and dry. Yeah, yeah. And I think it it, it, it describes describes yeah. it kind of right on the <laughs> right on the money too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. All right, so yeah. we're changing flavors here. We're we've we've gone, obviously, to the dark side. Flavor change. So this one reminds me of um, an Imperial Stout that you can buy in the store quite a bit. Uh, I guess you would call it the OG. Um, old Rasputin, mm. a little bit. It's, it's not a yeah. sweet stout by far. Mm. It yeah, is yeah. definitely punchy in the face. Yeah. A little bit of uh, coffee, robust. Okay, um, okay. Some chocolate, bitter chocolate notes. I taste like I'm kind of drinking like a like a really heavy Baltic porter. Yes, like yeah. it, like it's very it's very much like feels a, like an Eastern European yeah. porter. It's got your yeah, it's got your kind of Baltic not boozy porter. at all, yeah. really. Uh, it's in fact, very clean. Yeah, actually. yeah, uh, kind of uh, sort of roasty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, very much roasty. Yeah, that's always the thing because what starts to happen now with stouts and porters because there's so many treated stouts and porters that people are looking like wow um like wait a minute this doesn't i i drink a, a, a porter it did not taste like chocolate What's correct <laughs> like it's, well you where's know, the coffee was, where, where, where's yeah, the donut yeah where's, where's, the, the, where's the marshmallow right <laughs> like, yeah um, like that's like well, you know, well this is like what a stout's really actually supposed to taste long. like it's not supposed to actually taste yeah, like those things those are those are treatments um this is really good um i i it's not it's not dry by any stretch. It's it's roasted and then it kind of it's a little bit wet. It will yeah, stay yeah. with you. It kind of stays a little bit. 
This would be really good in cold weather. Yeah, um, yeah. Luckily, I think we're going to hit 50 soon. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we hit 50. Yeah, that's 50. Let's see. But, but this right now, this feels like... Degrees. There we go. I, 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 I feel like... With my buddy, I was like, it's going to be 80 degrees when this is done. Yeah. It's 80 for a day. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then so, back to 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this would be really good if the high temperature during the daytime high temperature of like 50 degrees sure okay so that's a uh, so an actual florida cold day yeah but but like uh like even or even an even a balmy northern day uh, some kind of like winter overcast you know where it's it's not gonna be warm the entire day and i just want to have something and you know what maybe maybe the sun is out maybe they're in the sun it feels okay sure but still yeah. maybe a cold day yeah, yeah i mean this this is it's nice. It's got a lot of roast elements that I like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's got yeah. whatever because it's gonna be like this is like your beer flavored beer on, on the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Like like if you make like a really malty lager or you make like a really super flavorful type of lighter beer, I feel like it's like well, it's beer flavored beer. It's that dark style. Correct. Yeah, yeah. No, no treatments. Not hiding anything. There's no, nothing no in here. In it. Uh, didn't add any coffee. This is all malt based. Co- I would love to yeah, taste the coffee version though. Yeah, yeah, Same. coffee version would be killer. Um, I want to yeah, do vanilla yeah. bean and coffee base. That would work. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like one of my beers, actually. Uh, Sunday morning, morning wood. Yeah, Sunday morning wood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I haven't had it. I've always seen the can or, or bottle or whatnot, but I haven't had that one yet. Yeah. Well, I I named that one for my own brewery before that became popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Um, he named it. And then, I did. But but yes, a real a real vanilla bean. <laughs> and then to me, the technique is that you take uh, take a cheesecloth, and then you take a rubber mallet. Okay. So you, you sanitize. You, you put your your whole your whole beans in the cheesecloth. Sanitize all of it. Take the rubber mallet, and then I call it denting the beans. Okay. So you, so you, you kind of want to like loosely with your wrist. I want to hit the beans, but not smash. Not smash. Them. I don't want to ground. I don't want to pulverize them. I just want them to break open because you get a lot more flavor. In the keg, yeah, just gently head J- just just by basically dry dry hopping <laughs> with coffee, yeah. and so yeah, um, vanilla can be very overpowering. I I, I went with two vanilla beans, and uh, that uh, that one was that one was basically I I, I can't remember was was it black and smooth or something like that I called it I can't oh, remember ha, it, 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 ha, was, it, it was it was it was it was just too sweet in my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. um or it was like one one version of it did. Did make it to my top five. It did of that particular year, but to me, vanilla is unforgiving. If you do too much vanilla, it goes too far. I I love coffee. Yeah, I drink. It, I drink. It artificial. Okay, too, I drink right. two cups of coffee. <laughs> I, I drink two cups of coffee every day. One's in the morning. One's in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I love coffee. I love the acidity of richness of coffee. Gotcha. So to me, I I will in my kegerator, I'll just let the beans just sit. As long as, I, as long as I'm taking a little bit off the top every single day, I'll let them sit there and just have it because I think the smell of the coffee when it comes out of the tap, the flavor of the coffee is. I mean, I, I've I've had I put the beer in my coffee mug in the morning, so <laughs> you can't you can't prove I did it. I may I may have been doing client work that day. You don't know. It is exactly you can't yeah, tell the difference exactly, exactly. Um, when you're working in your own garage, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I think all those things are good. I think a coffee version of this would be good, just because I think the roasty base yeah. would be so w- held up very goodly against having the coffee. That's yeah. funny you said a Baltic, because that's actually one of my favorite styles as well. I want to go to a brewery, and they have one. I like to try it. So I maybe it might have been formed a little close to you know that roastiness that you might get in the acidity mm-hmm. a little bit. So 
That's why you mentioned that. That's probably where it's coming from. It's the first thing I think of when I think of a, yeah. high, a very roasty but wet. Yes. Like roasty and wet, I think Baltic Porter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, of course, I do a lot of business in Eastern Europe, so I'm very familiar with the Baltic region. Sure. So um, I, it's a style that I like, too, that I think is kind of underappreciated. I think, you actually, again, it's beer-flavored beer. Yeah. You, you have to want that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Caramel, milk stout, you know, yeah. whatever, you know. Correct. It's, it's definitely you're stout. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to find a... Imperial Baltic Porter on the menu at Angry Chair. No, 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 no. So you'll find some porters, but not that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. You'll find dark beers, but probably not an Imperial, hey, it, not a Baltic dark, Porter. I mean, at all. Uh, is there a Baltic Porter in this market? No. Like, I'm really it's like, underserved. Paul has one, I think. Paul does? I think they have a pretty good Baltic. I, I, I think, I think yeah, I there. think you're right. Actually, I, I, I say that. I think I actually tried it once. It's, it's, and I think it was, it was, Decent. It was pretty good. Pa's actually not bad. It's, it's not the one they call the bone stout. That I no, that's know. a no. That's a milk stout. Okay. Oh, the milk bone. That's that's what you're thinking. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. like that's like their left hand? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That, that's okay. Their, yeah. That's yeah. That's their version of kind of, well, not their version of left hand, but like that's comparable and, to left hand. Or and whatever. this would be hard to sell to somebody that is trying to get into stouts. This is something that you would probably have to appreciate more or like. Yeah, they kind of like want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's already be in the beer. Or, so. or just really like dark beer roasted yes. malt. 100 <laughs> Because that is essentially all this is. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it, this is just roasted malt. Like, like, what kind of hops are even in this? Uh, some Cascades in it. It's very minor. Exactly, because yeah. it's about balancing hops to malt. Yeah. That, yeah that's all yeah. it is. It's going to be Cascade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a nice sweetness to this, and that's that's what I'm really liking about it. It's it's very, I find it's Baltics rich. like that. It, it, it's, it's, be very it's acidic and rich. Uh, yeah, it got enough acidity that's kind of fits that, but not but not too acidic. And it's like sweet, you know. It, it's actually it's it's yeah. This is this is good. It, it's a good style and this is a good beer. What would you eat with this? Because the first thing I thought of, peanut butter cookies. You know those cookies where the cookie is shaped like a peanut. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nutter Butters. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nutter Butters. Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking I, I want something that will play off the roastiness, and I don't want I don't want chocolate. No, because it's already there. Correct. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So peanut butter cookies probably, is the first thing yeah, I've Yeah, probably, that probably Nutter Butters are probably the work, or the, um, the Dositos, the, mm-hmm. the uh, Girl Scout cookies. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that would probably be a good one. Um. This little, would be interesting. Columbus what a too. what's that? There is a little Columbus that that's in the sixty minutes. So there's a little Columbus hops in there. Oh, okay. Okay. Press okay. Cascade twenty and then a five minute charge and. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I was thinking about is um, this would work well with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I thought of a peanut butter sandwich. I, I, I'm worried that the jelly would. Although maybe maybe a hint of sweetness would be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be love to try. I'd like you know I like to have a peanut have a sandwich peanut butter on one side, PBJ on the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and have them against because yeah, but yeah. The the part that I thought would be really great with this is to have some kind of actual crunch. And so, because I also thought of peanut butter cups, but I don't want the chocolate. I want the milk chocolate sweetness on the outside. Chocolate, yeah. So peanut butter cups are really sweet. It, but yeah. having the crunch of the peanut butter cookie yeah. would be nice with this. And I think all the other cookies are either going to have no flavor or there's not going to make sense with this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, shortbreads always go. Shortbreads short, short cookies but, go whatever. But I want something that actually has flavor yeah, right. that, that complements, not just a 
blank canvas. Yeah, right, right. So a peanut yeah. butter cookie, I, I like the idea of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or, yeah. or a PB or just a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, or just a peanut butter sandwich, yeah. I, yeah. I think that would be good. Um, or maybe just a rice cracker with peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, Because yeah. then, then you get the crunch then yeah. with the flavor yeah, of, of yeah. those. For sure. Yeah, if you ever open a restaurant, you know, you, you, you <laughs> know, have you, tons of ideas. You so. get some ideas that you can flow through. Like, mm. All right, so wait a minute, what are we naming this? Oh, well, what I love about this beer, my favorite thing about this beer is that it is true to, I would say it's true to style, but it goes after a style that is unpopular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so to me, contrarian is the very first thing I think of when I think of this beer. I think of like, wow, well, this beer, this beer knows it's, it, it's in a niche and it doesn't care. It, it knows it's unique and it doesn't care at all. But it's very roasty, but still slightly wet, which I think is right again, true to form. Sure. So I, I, I know it's a stout because the brewer can determine that this is a stout. I know it's a higher gravity, mm-hmm. but in the end, it just feels like if you told me it was an imperial porter, I would feel like, oh yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, makes sense. But you're calling it a stout. Hmm. I mean, I, nothing's really coming to mind really immediately. I'm just trying, I'm trying, I like, trying to I like piece the together. Like just, and, and so you have to, you have, if, if it's going to be the contrarian, you got to call it the contrarian, not, uh, <laughs> or, not the contrarian. Or how about coffee-less contrarian? Coffee-less contrarian. But, but then it's like, I don't know, it's, it, you're, you're putting a name into something that's not really what is in it. And, yeah, and that's yeah, going to yeah. throw people off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you like, know what? There's no coffee in it. I you could call it the contrarian. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think the contrarian works. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd, you'd have to sell it in twenty-two ounce bombers, dark bottle, um, dark label, and it'll just See, and it'll just have like sort of like you know. But I don't know if I want to age this. I mean, in, in your opinion, should this be aged? I I tend to like the way it tastes. That's what I'm thinking now. too. I, I feel like aging it might change it, and I think putting it yeah. a bomber would make people think, oh, you should age this and enjoy it together at a party. I think that would be kind of like giving the wrong impression. Possibly. I, I want that uh, initial punch to yeah, stay there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you're drinking a you know 12 percent or something. It, the booziness is, is there, but it's not overpowering on this guy. You know, I feel like there's still an acidic backbone. I get um, hardly any booziness at all, which, again, makes me feel like it's a Baltic porter. Correct. That's the very interesting yeah. part about it. Like, it's a, the uh, beer we tried earlier, this, this uh, sweet and dry. Has way more boozy. It really had a boozy flavor. But this doesn't. Right. And this is, no. probably, this, is I, higher. this is probably higher. Yeah, point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's almost <laughs> it's, it's, I almost feel like you're, you're, you're tricking me. But I, w- I wouldn't want to call it bait and switch. But, but, <laughs> but I almost feel like you're tricking me, telling me it's, it's a stout. I'm like, it's really it's just a Baltic porter. <laughs> a little sneaky. Not just a Baltic porter, though. Uh, so then, when I think of like the Baltic region, I think of like, okay, well, maybe, maybe you need like uh, a passport. So maybe like the contrarian passport or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of like that. The contrarian pa- passport. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you decide to bottle this, or you decide, or if you you know, interest into homebrew competitions or whatever, contrarian passport. And, and, and you always need a name that has a certain level of mystery too. It's like, <laughs> well, that would certainly supply it. Yeah, people will see the style and they're like, "Oh, okay, it's a Baltic Porter, or it's a Stout, or whatever." And then it's like, "Ooh, ooh that's like, uh, man, there's power in the name and branding." But, but <laughs> I, I would love yeah. to be able to put something in there that lets people know there's no coffee in this at all, but it is roasty. It's it's literally like I feel like I'm drinking coffee, but there's no coffee in it. That's it, actually. 
the reason for brewing this beer was my wife loved the uh, Black is Beautiful, but she wanted she also liked the Nightman from Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out the best way possible to mix those two, and it's that's a very difficult task in general. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. and then I was like, well, you know, I've always liked. There's a there's a bunch of Black is Beautiful. Yeah, clones or clones. Yeah, changes. Because the one I had from Tactical in Orlando is is really sweet. It was not uh, roasty like their, this. Gotcha. They put yeah. their own. Yeah, yeah, on it. yeah, yeah. It was it was like uh, it was like chocolate, coconut, coffee, something. It was it was good, but it was like extre- it was like whoa. This is like yeah. If you if you told me there was coffee in there, I'd be like, oh yeah, I taste it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could just screw with people. If there's no coffee in that. Like the same way that a zero IBU IPA would kind of like try to screw with people, I feel like this does it with, with zero coffee. In fact, you know what? Why don't you just call it zero coffee, or decaf, right, right, right. Or, or just call, or just call, or just call, or just call it decaf. There's a play on decaf. There, that's true. Yeah, decaf beer. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. We're trying to workshop some ideas here. <laughs> like, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. So, but it's good. I, I yeah yeah. It's, I yeah. think I actually like this one more than the lighter. Sure, I can see. That. Yeah the, yeah I, I I yeah I prefer this one. Uh, it's just I, I think the style is a little bolder and it it it, it hits kind of hits more notes than than the uh, than the IPA. Sure. Um, so but. Uh, both, you know, both very solid beers, but that, yeah, this 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 is good. Enter is in competitions. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know yeah, what? Enter the, <laughs> if there if there's a Baltic Porter, <laughs> enter this and that. In there. I would yeah, enter in that actually. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, and so, Chris, what? Tell them where to find you. Uh, Bruce with Kaysen on Instagram, uh, Facebook. We're on as well. Uh, those are only two platforms currently. That I can keep up with a little bit. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. Born and raised in St. Petersburg, brewing in St. Petersburg as well, and, and just enjoying a lot of the breweries that are around and coming up. And I try to pick their brain. Um, you know, there's I did a lot of, uh, well, a lot, probably about three or four of the brew classes from Rob. Uh, oh, over okay. at House. No, yeah, me, me yeah, too. Yeah. L- love Rob and Lisa. Good people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great people. Yeah, so, yeah, some of my favorite people in the industry. And uh, that really pushed me to do my own thing mm-hmm. and uh, yep. made it sound like, you know, there, there are certain things you should really worry about and there's yeah. other things that you need to play with and have fun, just like cooking, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've really enjoyed that so far. And hopefully I can keep uh, continuing to make some good beer and, you know, share it with a bunch of people and have some fun. You never know when it might right. be in the next uh, homebrew. Yeah, competition man. or whatnot. For sure, for sure. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be that would be very cool. I will look for that. Um, so yeah, yeah. So for now, the glasses are empty. The mics are off. This is the craft revolvers. <laughs>